All right, greetings, fans. Welcome to a special edition of Shy Lounge. I am your host, the sensational one, Shinblade, and I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine. As I'm taping this all the way down in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, please introduce yourself. Oh my gosh, I don't get an introduction, you don't tell people who I am, I have to talk I'll, about myself. I like to that's surprise so, people. That's so vain, okay? <laughs> Hello everybody, my name is Nika Villas. I am Girl Friday for a lot of promotions in the Southeast and a couple places maybe up North. I'm a podcaster, of course, but I also do commentary as well as ring announcing and various other things for several promotions. In the United States, and you know, maybe I'll go overseas and spread my talent and love. Well, why don't you go ahead and name drop uh, some of the promotions and the podcasts that you do? Hi, okay, let's start with the podcast. This is very, guys, I don't like to talk about myself. Very vain, not vain enough. Um, so, podcast I do FOW Radio with Danny Danger and the Yellow Man Patrick Alvarez. You can check us out on Twitter at FOW Radio. I also do. The Wrestling Nerdcast, myself and William Huckabee, we do a podcast together, William Huckabee, The Incredible Huck, um, former AIWF World Heavyweight Champion. You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter as well. If you look up uh, WA Nerdcast on Twitter and Wrestling Nerdcast on the Angry Marks uh, Podcast Network on Facebook. Promotions, my gosh. I am a part of Action Wrestling in the uh, Georgia area, as well as MLA, Mucha Lucha Atlanta. I do commentary there, as well as ring announcing. Uh, speaking of ring announcing, I ring announce for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, but I am also your color commentator, along with Danny Danger for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. I will also be featured at Battle Club. God, this is so vain. Up north, uh, WrestleMania week, I will be doing the Battle Club Pro. will be presenting the icons. I will be uh, lending my voice as well to that promotion during you that time. Did, you already did it one show. I, I Their very first show, uh, myself as, long, as well as Joe Kim, uh, did the commentary for Battle Club Pro. That was... The very, the very first icon show. The it wasn't, very first it wasn't icon the, show. I'm sorry. It wasn't the first one. Well, that's the one that counts. The one I was on. No, okay. they're a great promotion. They yeah, are. So super vain, but yeah, the very first icon show that they presented there in Richfield Park, New Jersey. Lovely, lovely area. Lots of fun. So many talented women on that roster, and everybody was so great. And I can't, I'm looking forward to going back WrestleMania week and um, joining the team, rejoining the team. Oh yeah, uh, Battle Club Pro is one of the uh, uh, burgeon, uh, burgeoning uh, independent companies on the East Coast, let alone the United States, and they have they're, they're being featured on Title Match Wrestling as well as Russell Pro, uh, Reality Wrestling, and a, and a couple of other promotions too. So they are actually getting their numbers, their uh, matches out there, and getting their numbers up because they have a very very. Um, um, uh, I wouldn't say cult following, but a big fan following. Loyal fan base. Yes, loyal like fan base, per se. Um, for those who are listening to the show, uh, my voice is a little bit deeper. And for those who know Mika Villas, her voice is a little bit deeper because we we are at the end of Russell Cade 2018. Um, a fun time, uh, as always, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 
in a way, I would think personally this is better than WrestleCon uh, because of the shows and how everything is organized. Um, because at WrestleCon, you have the convention, and you have shows like all over the area uh, to lots the point where, yeah, lots of traveling to the point where if you just like scheduled all the shows, you wouldn't be able to attend the convention if you tried to uh, attend them. But anyway, um, you know, we came up here to this nice ho hotel, to the NBC Suites, which is very beautiful. That's what I tell people where we are. They'll stalk us next time. I don't need that kind of drama in my life. <laughs> That's actually true. So we're at the Marriott right now. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're on the uh, penthouse floor because Shinblade and Mika knows people. You know, um, we're, we're kind of, sort of special, not in a pretentious way, but, you know, people people like to take care of people who take care of people, and I like to think that the two of us, we, we sort of do that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that foot massage later uh, when, they, when we call the people up, but I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we went to the Showcase of Champions show uh, Friday, which... Um, it was starting out, so the big crowd doesn't come in Saturday, but Showcase of Champions are a uh, show where uh, Russell Cade and AML and a lot of other companies, they defend their titles uh, from respect. Every uh, match was a championship match. Yeah, Showcase of Champions. And there was one match I was a pretty much a big fan of. Um, I, was, I know one of the competitors, but I didn't know the other one. And that was uh, Lufisto, uh, Lufisto substituting for... Jordan Grace, who unfortunately couldn't make it, she's still a good person. Nothing, nothing bad. Um, versus Harlow O'Hara. Yes. And I, um, she's a very sweet woman, very hardworking, and they they really kicked the crap out of each other in that match. There is one thing: if you are a fan of women's wrestling, and if you are not a fan of women's wrestling, you should be. But these ladies, they will absolutely positively go at it to show that they are just as good, if not better, than the men that they share the locker rooms with. So, Lufisto is a ring veteran of over double-digit years. You want to talk about been there, done that. Lufisto has been around the world fighting men. Uh, got to talk to her a little bit after her the match that she had with Harlow and ask her about, you know, one of the favorite matches that she had, Masada. Uh, Lufisto fought Masada. Yes, from CCW. Yes. Oh my God, that was a crazy so, match. I'm sorry, that was loud. If y'all, I'm sorry yeah. if you got headphones on, but Lufisto uh, looked that up because that's one of the matches that she just absolutely goes back to and says that was one of her best matches that she got her ass kicked. Pardon my French, but she did. So she held her own. Yeah, but Lufisto and Harlow were definitely two women that came out there. Harlow defending. Speaking of Battle Club, the Battle Club Pro Icon Championship. She is the current reigning and defending um, Battle Club Icon Pro Champion. And fun fact, that is the first title that Battle Club produced. They Absolutely. did not have a men's championship. They went straight to where, it's going to sound cocky for the girls, where the talent lies was in the women's division. They knew that and they made sure that that was the first title that their company presented. So. Harlow Hero is the champion, still after facing Lufisto in a hard-fought contest. So very happy with both of these ladies and what they brought to the table, but Lufisto rocked Harlow with a back fist that cracked my jaw, and I was sitting away from them. It just was so hard, and uh, Harlow gave 
Ruth Fitz still her last rights. She took that bitch to church, and I quote, uh, and, and dropped Ruth Fitz still. I, I, I quote Harlow. I quote Harlow. <laughs> Please, Lufisto, if you hear this, do not come and hit me, kill me, or anything to that effect. <laughs> Please send all your angry fists and feet and elbows toward Harlow and her, because I'm just quoting here. Well, um, you know, that match was a highlight. Another match that was a highlight for me was uh, Shane Strickland versus Matt Cross. Um, Swerve. Yeah, we love Swerve. Uh, one of my one of my good friends that I've known for years. Um, I, You know, not the name drop like that, but I actually met him, like, probably months before he got with Lucha Underground and he's just evolved so much. Um, actually, not to bring it off the show, but I was actually watching the Mass versus Mass match on Lucha Underground. Okay. And I was, and even though you know in wrestling, you know, it, I still was emotional about that match because the way it ended and the way it happened and, okay. you know, Killshot had to take his mask off and he was Jermaine Strickland, don't ask. Um, <laughs> And you know, very urban name, but okay. Yeah, it was it was the ending. So like, um, I actually liked it. Um, there were other matches too. Shout out to uh, Mick Drake, uh, another one of my fr- uh, friends that's coming up in the business. Does a lot of work for Reality of Wrestling, uh, all the way from New York though. And he was a heat magnet that night uh, from his match. I can't name the person that he faced, but. Um, I talked to him afterwards, and he, he was so glad, though, because, like, not a lot of heels in independent wrestling can draw heat like that. It's just, I'm a bad guy, and I wrestle, and that's it. So, But um, abbreviating that show, we, we uh, hung out with a couple people that night. I, I'm trying to figure out that Friday night we hung out with um, uh, Zeta Zhang, uh, very, very, uh, she's a pretty much a sweetheart may young classic competitor the very first uh may young classic say the same yeah first tournament um we hung out with the star wars uh queen that's clara i believe holt is her last name clara sinclair or something there we go i I don't want to butcher that name she was very sweet also i'm pretty sure you butchered it but it's okay i finally met danny danger uh for the first time um, great guy. We have so many things in common. It's like Ebony and Ivory to me. us. <laughs> much. I, I do want to shave his mustache off, though. You leave his dad's stash alone, okay? Okay. Uh, Danny okay. Danger and I do a podcast. We do commentary together. He is basically my work husband, so he grew that um, dad stash. Of course, the first thing I wanted to do was shave it off, but he he's comfortable with it. He changes his look like I change mine, so let it go, and we'll see in a couple months how that works out. Yeah, and uh, we hung out with uh, Harlow and Lufisto at separate times, um, you know, getting something to eat. I love Lufisto. I love her husband, uh, Twisted Tate, um, out of uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling and PA. Um, despite, could I always say ACW, but most of the time with people that know me around the area of Baltimore, we think, we think about Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, which uh, right now is on hiatus and or closed uh, due to what we're going to talk about a little later. Um, anyway, next day was the convention. Um, you know, as usual, I was being me, uh, going around networking, meeting people, and uh, Mika, on the other hand, did a little cosplay <laughs> as a former WWF slash WWE women's champion. I think 
Was she there for the F? Yeah, she was there. Yes, for the she F. was. Two thousands. So there was a costume contest during the fan fest. They were calling it the Russell K Fan Fest, and they said, "Come dressed as your favorite superstar, past, present, or future." I am a sucker for old school wrestling, but I'm also very much into my Attitude Era uh, divas, and especially those who could quote-unquote work. Uh, former Divas Champion, former Women's Champion, Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus. So I donned the uh, Trish gear, some Trish kick boots, and um, some Trish uh, top cleavage. I mean, you know, I mean, I could have threw a chick kick and kept myself contained, but it, Lawler was around, and I swear, I think he might have looked at me and wanted to yell puppies, but he contained himself. I'm very much happy that he did. Wait, he saw you and then yell puppies? I, I think he wanted to. He opened his mouth and then kind of closed it. And in this day and age, it would not be acceptable for him to look at me and yell puppies. In his mind, I'm sure, possibly maybe, because even JR kind of gave me a double take. I think they really thought I was Trish. That was pretty cool. And also, uh, you know, shout out to JR, uh, Jim Ross, who got into a fortunate accident about a week ago. Um, don't know what happened, though, but I will I will be real and say this. Um, I think he said the con he had a post on Instagram and said the concrete won. And, you know, he had, like, these bruises all over his face. And a lot of people were going back and forth saying, I don't think it was the fact that he fell on concrete or whatever. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say. I was one of those people that was shocked when I saw it. And, um, you know, it kept moving. I, I wasn't one of those people that asked about it during the convention. I just took a picture with him and kept moving. And you see it on my Instagram at Sensational One. Um, I do want to talk about the people that I ended up meeting uh, for the first time. One was Hyung from uh, Queens of Combat and Reality Wrestling in Texas. Uh, very sweet woman, very beautiful woman. She's better looking in life than she is on uh, social media, which is a compliment, um, sort of. Also, very talented in the ring. It, to see her live kind of go at it was a treat for me because I'd only seen her work via the internet. Yeah, my first time seeing her was a squash match of uh, Nia Jax on Raw. And she just had this uh, katana type outfit. And I said, let me see who she is. And started connecting with her from there. Uh, another one who uh, was there, uh, not the first time meeting her, but she's always sweet to uh, us, is Kiara Hogan, uh, girl on fire. <laughs> Kiara Hogan, being that I am based in Atlanta, um, my friends Hotlanta. and Hotlanta, if you're not from there, apparently. <laughs> but my friends and I... Kira Hogan is our very close, personal, international superstar of a friend. I, that sounds very pretentious. Kira okay. is the most down-to-earth person you ever will meet. Kira is so very, very lovely. Each and every time I see her interact with people, with fans, people she knows, people she doesn't know, she's the same across the board, so just open and welcoming. So it was great seeing her um, sit at the table next to one of my icons, Daphne. What she, I didn't meet. I didn't formally meet. Um, I, I met Daphne several times in my, my journeys. One of my monikers that I use is the Scream Queen. And when I met her, I almost cried because I was like, you're the original. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she told me, it's fine. It's fine. And she refers to me like, hey, Scream Queen, whenever she sees me. So, of course, during this trip, 
I'm getting off the elevator um, with food in my mouth, and who do I see? Daphne. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even like talk to her really good because again, I literally had a face stuffed with food. So, um, but yeah, it was great seeing Daphne here interacting, um, not just being you know at a table with Kiara, but also just watching the fans talk to her, watching her go back. Daphne has a very rich history in the wrestling business and she does not get enough credit for things that she's done. She is definitely one of the women who I was inspired by and I think that a lot of ladies were and part of the evolution of women's wrestling because she didn't do the bra and panties matches and pillow cases or whatever, pillow fights and what have you. So uh, it was great seeing her and watching her interact. A lot of guys came over to her and played catch up. So that was all like, it's always so cool to watch people, but to see your idols interact with each other is amazing. Actually, um, I also um, almost forgot my, my thought here, but I, but even though it's not thoroughly mentioned enough, maybe because of what was surrounding it, but I loved her as quote unquote, the governor in uh, TNA wrestling when she was with the beautiful people. Um, I thought it was spot on aside from Tina Fey and the woman herself, Sarah Palin. Uh, I just thought it was comedy. I thought it was magic. Um, first, I got to give a shout out to uh, the man of a, a man of many names, uh, Jake Hager, Jake Strong, Jack Swagger from WWE. Uh, one of my one of my good friends, even though I caught him at a an opportune time. You know. He was going to party. <laughs> Not party, y'all. Party. E o t t y. I don't know. Who says that in their older age? Uh, I, say, like, I say party all the time. I don't need people to know. Like, you need to come out with a song like that, like Eddie Murphy. Instead of party, it's potty all the time. Well, if you potty all the time, please see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, my friend Rebel was there. Um, um, one guy, a very, very nice guy, Jax Dane um, of the War Kings. Uh, him and Crimson and uh, Animal. Managed by, by Animal of the Legendary Road Warriors. Uh, Mr. Hughes, who's always hilarious to me, um, and uh, apart from talking to Mr. Hughes, there was a certain WCW performer, wrestler that kept calling me uh, Marvin Gaye, oh, and that yeah. was uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, who I kept ribbing him as the Ayatollah, because that was his role in uh, the 2008 movie The Wrestler, which is one of the greatest res professional wrestling movies of all time. True, true, true. Um, so it was that. It, you, did you sing to him? Did you get his autograph? Well, Paul's no. number one. Um, you know, because his wife was there, so I can't sing to another man while the wife was there. Well, maybe he wanted you to sing for them, so <laughs> you could set the mood for him and his wife later. I mean, come on. Hey, <laughs> no, I, I didn't, but... Um, you know, I charged him for a picture. Hey, there it is. So, um, yeah, a little name drop. the brother price. Yeah, we just snapped it. Snapped the picture. I got a selfie with him, but then right. next you know, his wife took the picture. Um, he was wearing Atlanta Falcons uh, hoodie, uh, as you see on Instagram. Um, so, it's not not many people I can name. Shout out to Jay-Z Flair, who has one of the illest and most eclectic suit games ever. He has top rope belts. Um which I think he had a pineapple suit that yeah. day, and I think he changed to a beach suit that night. I think Andy Weinberg gets the suits from him. Yeah. Um, and another shout out to the Hurricane, 
Shane Helms, who is one of the most down-to-earth brothers ever. Um, he actually liked the airplane selfie that I had. Yeah. <laughs> when coming which is, in. Which is funny. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. A lot of people, on, like my Facebook, my personal Facebook, which I won't give away, a lot of people Jeez. liked my, uh, well, I keep that private. That's for family, friends, and networking. Okay. Um, a lot of people, I put it on, I put it on Instagram and I put it on Twitter. Um, a lot of people liked it, you know, because I put, uh, that awkward moment when you found out the first three digits of your flight is 666 and people started liking it. They liked that one. They didn't, uh, like a lot, a ton of people liked the picture with me and my father on Thanksgiving, which is a very personal subject for me. Um, and you were there. I was. So. I was. You know, um, but anyway, were there anybody that you met, met that you had like some funny stories? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can tell my funny stories because they're after hour stories. I, I will say nothing to incriminate. Like, you know, I'm talking about during the convention. Oh, let me see. Okay. So during the convention, uh, as I said, I was dressed at one point as Trish and I'm walking past the King and JR as they're doing their sightings. And I see JR kind of give me the double take. <laughs> and so I stop and I kind of do the Trish point at him and he just like kind of cracks up. And did, again, he, did he slobber knocker? Yeah, he, 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 he laughed. <laughs> and then that's when King looked up and literally opened his mouth and was like, oh, it closed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just kind of went back to them later. It's like, thank you guys so much. You're very inspiring or whatever. Um, they were near Bob Backlund. There are some Bob Backlund stories around Russell Cage. Yes. If you know who Bob Backlund is, he is a former WWF IW champion. I think it was F. That and WWWF. Right. This was uh, before and after Vince McMahon took over. 850 years ago, basically, Bob Backlund was a world heavyweight champion. At this juncture of his life, he is just legendary, especially in circles of this magnitude for conventions. I watched Bob Backlund put people in the chicken wing, cross-face chicken wing, or cross, uh, I just said it wrong. Cross-face chicken wing. Cross-face chicken wing and, and drag them to the floor, <laughs> fans, and, and ragdoll them around and people just continuously give him money. It was the most bizarre thing to me because while he was not necessarily hurting them, it's an uncomfortable move mm -hmm. um, to be kind of drugged down to the floor by this man who is probably, I believe, in his, in his 60s. late 60s, not even early 60s. I'm almost talking to his late 60s. Yeah, and he, he's in great shape. He's a, a specimen of, of sorts for his age. And I just died laughing. Um, there, uh, my my stories, like I said, in the convention itself. As I was just walking around, I got to kind of catch up with people. The Brick House, uh, Camille, I believe she's being called now. <clears throat> I'm about to say you don't say Brick House. That dude died and came back to life yeah, and died no, a week later. No, no, not no, not Brick House Brown, but the Brick House from NWA, Nick Aldis's insurance policy. Oh, Camille Kane. Um, Camilla, Camilla but I believe she's Camille now, and I think we—I don't know if they're calling her, but I know I call her my KK. She's um, so beautiful. She is a Amazon queen. Okay, I love me some KK, but she and Aldis were not together in the convention area. 
So I kind of walked up to Aldis and I yelled at him. I was very upset because I had not seen Camille at that point. And I said, where's the insurance policy? I paid my money to get in here to see the insurance policy, not you. Definitely not this 10 pound oh, goal. I'm here to see the brick house. Where is she? Uh, that's not her because Jillian Hall was next to him. I forgot Jillian Hall. She... Yeah. So Aldis took very kindly to my words. That's sarcasm if you couldn't note it in my voice, guys and girls. And y'all don't know me like that. But yeah, Aldis, uh, let's put it like this. There was a cop walking past. And Aldis may or may not have told the cops that I was or was not trying to sell him illegal paraphernalia. Wow. So needless to say, Nick Aldis is my new favorite person. <laughs> I do have a Nick Aldis story, by the way, which... Uh, goes to his wife, Mickey James. And I was at a uh, wrestling show in New Jersey, and Mickey, I had known Mickey through a couple of wrestling shows, and met Nick Aldis, and he offered uh, if, if I wanted to take a picture with the GWF uh, heavyweight title at the time, but I did. I declined for some reason, which I'm a belt person, but I like uh, eclectic championship like belts. No, I don't. I don't like the big gold belt, but but the ten pounds of gold of the NWA World Heavyweight Title is my favorite belt of all time. At least the top heavyweight belt of all time, in my view. Um, it was funny because they had their son with them, Donovan, and uh, Mickey was calling Donovan, you know, calling it to her, and he grabbed me like I was his father. Oh. He grabbed my leg like I was his father, and I just thought it was hilarious. So you know, I mentioned it to Mickey at many times. Uh, that was that was when Global Force was in New Jersey, but also, um, you know, it's it's just so many people to name. I met uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, and you know, for some reason, she has that uh, smoke show type feeling, which it's I, a real feeling, like everything but the smoke and the music, right? The it, feeling you feel all hazy and warm and and and. Kind actually, heavy I, actually, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like deer in the headlights like everybody else. But it was. I was a deer in the headlights when I saw her. It was. It was more of the nature of you could feel it, but I wasn't phased by it. You know, because when I watch uh, Impact Wrestling, I don't. I don't see anything. I see Falaba. He he pauses, and Kevin Matthews of KM pauses, and a lot of people are uh, I throwing, throwing videos at her, which are people that should never be her, her assistant. I, I'm not um, sending a video, but I did offer verbally to do whatever it oh, is. Oh, you did that? For her? Yeah. Absolutely, I'd be her assistant. Oh, oh okay, assistant. I, I, was thinking, uh, I, I was thinking something else. A-S-S is her. <laughs> the way your voice was sounding, it would be some ASS action that, that was oh coming my God. out of you. First and foremost, I know the girl is beautiful. Secondly, I mean, who in their right mind would say no? Exactly. Okay. Um, Terry Reynolds is there. Um, you know who I had to see because unfortunately, uh, after Russell Conner, her dog Mozart had passed away, and it was a very. Uh, big part of her life and I remember uh, my friend uh, Bambi of Masters of Ring Entertainment held uh, Mozart and I and I reposted that picture but also speaking of Masters of Ring Entertainment they had Mark Marrow yes. um, I got a picture with him which I have to be which Marvelous. I have to post well I know him as Johnny B. Bad and the Wild Man Marvelous wasn't really much to me oh, wow. okay. 
Well, I hated the way he came in and came out, you know, the whole Sable line and, and things of that nature. I mean, I understand that, but that's how most people know him. But now, but now he's gaining a lot of accolades for being a motivational speaker. So uh, maybe like a couple of notches more, he'll be like Diamond Dallas Page as far as yoga. Let's hope so. That'd be good. Um, also, Mayor Kane was there. Yes. He was Glenn in, Jacobs. Well, he was in Max though, but a couple of the boys uh, posed with pictures with him without it, which uh, I wanted a picture without the mask because I, I think it's far gone now. Um, my man RVD was there. Uh, with his lovely girl. Yeah, Katie Forbes and her butt. Oh no, her everything. I mean, that girl is a like Scarlett is a ten, Katie's a ten, but they're two totally different tens because Katie, from a distance, looked like she was nude and sparkling. I'll say. Yeah, that that. I, oh. I was yes. about to say it. I, guys don't say yas, but I was about to say that for uh-huh. your outfit. We, we about that, <laughs> um, Congratulations. You now join the club. Oh, goodness. The yas queen. <laughs> yas queen. It is okay to say well, no who you are. I'll say it due to her outfit. I will say that. Um, so, uh, RVD, I'm a big fan of. One of my top wrestlers of all time. Um, he took my he took my B12 uh, vape pen at the bar. Uh, which I was talking to everybody. He was like, oh, dude, can I do this? Yeah. I can't say. I There's can't a lot right. of bar stuff that happens at WrestleCade, guys and girls. So just as you're listening to this, know that there will be another one next year. They hold it in Winston-Salem. As a fan of wrestling in the professional and the independent world, I tell and welcome everybody to come. I've had a couple friends. This is their first WrestleCade. They are literally just mad that they haven't come before so you just shout out to Lala <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about her but yes <laughs> um, definitely want to make sure that next year uh, Thanksgiving is a huge family time yes. but leave your family on that Friday screw the shopping and be here so because you, you will have things like this happen to you Rob Van Dam may try to use your B12 pen or whatever the heck it was I don't even know well luckily I got more um, so, so being that uh, Kid Cash was there, uh, one of my favorite guys, uh, Jerry Lynn, who I've had history with, um, you know, the new effing show. Mm. I, I, you know, honestly, I wish I had a new effing show and the whole effing show uh, uh, pick an opportunity if I could. Um, also, three-fourths of Worldwide Underground was there. My uh, my friend John Morrison, Ty Valkyrie, and Justin Gabriel, along with a new friend of mine, uh, Marty DeMoff Martinez. Yeah, he was everywhere this yes. weekend. And so nice, so unassuming. A, a lot of the uh, guys and girls I've seen during this weekend, they're so reachable, meaning attainable. You don't get, I guess, what you call it, superstar or big time because, like, they're literally right there with you, using the same bathrooms, walking through, doing their thing. So, um, like, literally, I was behind him so much this weekend, I, I kind of joked, like, dude, um, I've seen so much of your butt because you walk backwards from here on out so I can see your face. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, I'm so, I'm so into his character. Um, I'm so t- into his character in Lucha Underground. I, lo- I loved it when I first saw him, and he was uh, pestering uh, Melissa Santos. He was weird and creepy, where I would have filed a restraining order but eventually kind of grew on me maybe i have stockholm syndrome 
but I, I like I love the character now. Yeah, so um, he was there all weekend. Um, he, actually, I tried to get a photo out with him, and one of the heat seekers took my phone and did a selfie with him. You gotta love when your phone gets taken for random selfies. It, it could have been really bad. I mean, yeah, it could have been pictures of unmentionables. Yeah, and you know, um, I, I'm gonna. Um, I might as well make this an episode in itself because we're going long-winded here. I was going to break it down to two sections. Uh, but, you know, I had a, I had a talk with women wrestlers uh, after hours at, at bars. I'm not going to say their names. And For the innocent to remain innocent and guilty to know that we know who you are. Well, pretty much. The women I talk to are pretty innocent. And, you know, I have a problem with guys coming up to women wrestlers and using them as sex objects as, as if they're not actual women. Um, you know, as a guy, you know, you go, you go up to women and, you, you know, you uh, ask them out or you just talk to them as you do any other women. But I don't know why with women wrestlers, you have to, they think, do so less or be so degrading towards them. And send pictures of said unmentionables uh, to these wrestlers. I think it's just people are sick and they have no good sense. If you don't know a person, even if you know a person or, or feel that you know a person, uh, the internet, like I said earlier, we were talking, the internet has made the world smaller. It's made wrestling and wrestlers more attainable. It is giving a, a human persona because you may get a reply, a like, a thumbs up or something to that effect. And that makes people think that they are closer to a person or personality than they actually are. And that makes them kind of lose their stupid minds and say, hey, I want to send this person my junk uh, because they're going to like it because they like everything else that I send them. I mean, that's probably not necessarily the full thought process that the folks go through, but I can't say that it's not. Um, I am not a wrestler by any rights or means. I am, I guess, semi-personality, especially in my area. People know me, and I've gotten some of these same, you know, unmentionable photos and uh, propositions, I guess I can say. And it's just to me. A couple of male wrestlers came out and said they got it too. Yeah. I mean, but it's just for me, it's a lack of common sense. People just kind of lose themselves based on the personalities or personas that um, the wrestlers portray, and they just think that it's okay because these people we give them money or we support them or we do this or we do that I, I don't get it it's really stupid i would never send a picture of my anything to anybody on the internet i try should you why no no no, no i'm just joking <laughs> i was like, asking i was asking uh i was saying i tried as, as far as asking uh mika but no i i really oh didn't. yeah no i but I, you know what ask the person can i send you a picture of my junk if the person says yes, then by all means, go ahead. Consensual. But, but, but if you have the, no pun intended, balls to just want to send your stuff out there like that and they shut you down and say, hell no, I don't want to see your junk, then don't send your junk. And plus, make sure you have two balls too because some people got one. Hmm. Um, but, you know, within, within this whole convention, there's a lot of people to name... Um, First time meeting Simon Guys, which is great. He's an awesome guy. He's funny uh, as hell. Yes, I love him. Um, 
unfortunately, um, I, I will, I'm not going to put him on blast. Unfortunately, I didn't get an interview with him. I wanted to. Um, you know, he said some things about Enzo Amore, which you can catch Back on, in a day. Which, which, I, which you can catch on another person's network. Um, RF video. Uh, it would never be that way if he, even if I got him on there. Um, I will say this, though. I almost got a, uh opportunity to be on the Swerve City uh, podcast uh, with Shane Strickland and Montezzi. Uh, uh, Montezzi Moore. Um, that didn't happen because, you know, everything ran late and Shane had a two-hour um, shoot with high spots, which I was so upset because I was waiting for him. And, you know, um, I was told that, you know, maybe they can work something out for me in New York City around WrestleMania weekend, so I'm so excited for that. Which is, you look at that, one window closes, another one opens. Because while it would have been great to be on the Sword City podcast, doing anything during WrestleMania week is, I, I think, for people like us, like kind of epitome, you know, top of the top. So. And, and I love networking on top of everything else. Um, you know, being a wrestling fan first and a podcaster and networking uh, individual second, you know, that's how I, um, how Mika and I got together. I mean, it, honestly, um, not to make it a, a Mr. and Mrs. moment, but I met uh, Miss Villas last year at WrestleCade. It's very same convention. Yes, and it was just, you know, out of the blue. It was nothing. Um, not nothing, but it was something. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but but really, you know, after a year of talking and sharing, um, you know, tips and stories um, about, you know, wrestling, what's going on here, what's going on there, we just started bonding uh, like any other uh, relationship and ended up just uh, being together. And, you know, I know some of her people. She knows some of my people. And that's that's actually the greatest thing I attained from this whole weekend and I love to do that with anybody else. I mean, I finally met Westies, uh, Wesley of Westies Arts and Crafts, which I was supposed to get a chibi, but that didn't happen. He was getting too caught up, and um, I got a picture and I got a post. Um, Chris, Christopher Riddle, formerly of Diva Dirt. Ah. He was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, were there other people to name that? Dennis were- from Squared. Um, Circle Sirens was everywhere along with Chris, um, Cody Parrish. Cody was Your on son. Dances with the Stars. He's my son now. Uh, he came in third on Dances with the Stars last season. Um, the the uh, yeah the ABC? ABC show. Yes. Really? Yes. I have to I have to Google that because he, I, he doesn't look like anybody that I would see on TV because mostly Dances with the Stars are celebrities. I know, I know, but you know, there's also. Before it became super popular, so anyway. Um. So so uh, being being that um, we also forgot the legend himself, uh, Papa Hales. Papa Hales in the house, along with my good friend Ben uh, Boston Nuga on Twitter, uh, being Papa's handler this weekend. If you know anything about wrestling in the Southeast, the name Papa Hales is very much known to you. But if you don't, a brief synopsis of Papa Hills. He is the dawn of Southeast wrestling. He is a, a older gentleman uh, who has a strong proponent of women's wrestling. Making Towns Classic is his brainchild where he's done two tournaments now of all women's wrestling in the Southeast. He's had names on it like Jordan Grace, Priscilla Kelly, 
um, Sue Young was in the first Making Towns Classics, Samantha Heights was there, uh, Kylie Ray, but just a strong mix of women's wrestlers. Papa goes to wrestling events. He is a gentleman, I don't want to say his age, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but he has grown adult children who are in their late 30s, early 40s. Um, but the whole family is kind of supporting of indie wrestling, especially Papa is good friends with Rachel Ellering and her significant other. They have had meals together, pick up each other. Matt Riddle so is jealous. a Papa Hills. Oh, a friend of mine, Matt Riddle. He is a he is a not only a fan of Papa Hills, but they are basically family. Uh, so Papa Hills is someone with not just um, a love of wrestling, but wrestling loves him back. So this was his first time coming. Uh, this is north for us. His first time coming to WrestleCade. His first time coming to WrestleCade. I thought it was on last year. No, he was not here last year. Okay, I met him in New York City uh, with uh, Shannon Hunter, and um, I didn't know who he, as far as the legend, I didn't know who he was. Right. And, you know, um, I grew up in the Southeast, in Virginia Beach, but also um, Jim Cornette has name-dropped him a couple times, um, you know, the uh, from what people think, the old man get off my lawn, which I enjoy Jim Cornette. Um, but it was great to sit with him and catch the Queens of Combat show, uh, as of this taping this afternoon, um, you know, there were matches that he loved. And, you know, I just sat there and listened to him. You know, I had, a, had a good time. Had a good time. Um, there's a, a old adage that you listen to your elders. Papa is definitely an elder as far as being a wrestling fan goes. And as far as being especially a fan of women's wrestling. Where you listen to your elders and they teach us. Papa's message is that these women work hard respect them that's a message that everyone should take and run with throughout the entire wrestling world because it's true it's simple but so very much true and he is so great uh i love getting a chance to see papa hales he's based in chattanooga that's where home is for he and the hales clan but again they they make towns making towns classic was the name of is the name of the um, show that he you know runs and puts together but they make towns everywhere you saw him in new york i know he goes all the way to the southeast to independent shows and is well loved and respected so it was great to have him here this year as well um are there anybody that we missed that we had memorable moments that we actually can say <laughs> on this uh this episode because i actually wanted i had another uh series of subjects to talk with mika about this but since we've been talking for so long, it's going to have to be another episode. Uh, really, um, I advise for anybody who can break away from their families after Friday and not go shopping, uh, Black Friday shopping, to come to WrestleCade. I've done it. This is my third year. Uh, um, just, I'm, I'm thinking off the top of my head of the experience. Oh, yeah, uh, Ed, Ed Zorn. Um, oh. Ed Zorn. Um, you know, guy who does a lot of PWX work. Um, and also uh, Rob Naylor, yeah, who um, who I finally met. So it was just a lot of networking for me, and it's time for me to uh, continue to build and become stronger. And than ever, I'm already becoming stronger because of Mika. Um, she's helped me out more than I've helped her. Oh, wow! 
Yeah, it, it's actually true because I walk alone a lot in life and not to bring a violin. Yeah. Uh, not to bring a violin, but she's helped me a lot more. Um, I think she's done this longer than I have. Um, I've done this since 2014. I've done nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she's keeping it secret just like uh, a, a woman keeps her age. Um, but with that being said, everything is all over. We're going to go back to life now. Um, and I think, well, you already told me about the podcast, but let, let go of your social media information, uh, for those fans who just listened to this episode. Okay, sure. So if you would love to stalk me and I know I'm just kidding, it's a joke. You don't have to stalk me. I am very friendly and open and available. I love to talk about wrestling and, uh, just things in general. Um, you can catch me on Facebook at the Mika Villas. That's T-H-E-M-I-K-A-V, like victory, I-L-L-A-S. Twitter, I am Mika Villas. Instagram, I am Mika Villas. And I also will Snapchat Mika Villas. So it's really simple to find me on any of the major social medias there. Just look for Mika Villas. Facebook has that weird thing, Mika Villas, if you just look up without the D, it's some kind of resort. And you know, as oh, cool as I am, I am not a resort. So just go ahead to go to the, the so main page. <laughs> just go to the, the, the Mika Villas page, and then you can find the, the personal Facebook too. And I will add people because I'm open like that to talk wrestling and life events and what have you so i just like networking people i get too many fans i get too many quote-unquote fans emailing me about stupid wwe stuff i'm, I'm good with it guys i am I, I love it i talk wwe i'm not just a supporter of indie wrestling i love all wrestling so including the ones that say do you think the rock should be in the hall of fame yes or no i get tired of that all the time i'm, I'm good with that i'll i'll debate with you and tell you why i don't I'll let it hang like that. You like that? Wow. You let that one hang. That's a heat magnet for you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this episode is over. Uh, WrestleCade, uh, if you want to know further results, look up WrestleCade.com. Buy yourself a DVD. Buy yourself some merch. Uh, contact AML Wrestling. Uh, that's what that's the show we attended to uh, this afternoon. So shout out to a lot of the wrestlers that we didn't mention. Shout out to the stories that we're never going to mention. <laughs> and uh, you know, shout out to you all who are listening. And shout out to you all who are passing the word along to Shy Lounge and or Mika Villas. With that being said, I am the sensational one, Shinblade, and we're out. I want to-